0: welcome to the dance party 247 podcast you've got myself dj mv dj t and today all the way from the czech republic who speaks english is a big ricky b don't forget to like subscribe and click the notification bell if you're watching on youtube
1: and over to you t hello mr ricky b um let's let's, let's go through the uh, the the honorable um, introductions so um you st- every give it away a little bit that you speak in this, but you're from London originally. So let's let's know a little bit about you in terms of your DJing life and how you end up in the Czech Republic. Sure. do you want it in London or do you want it in my normal? You give us what you what you prepare to give us, Mister Mister Eric B, and we'll accept it.
2: So I've got my DJ accent and I've got my official accent. Um, <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, from London originally, born and raised. In West Philadelphia, born and raised in the playground. Yeah, Smelly um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I've, I always loved music ever since I was a kid, and then uh, in about two th- no, about nineteen ninety seven ninety eight, I got really into two step, and that's when I decided that I wanted to DJ. Um, I didn't get my first pair of decks, I think, until around two thousand one. I guess. And I got a few uh, records with it. And uh, yeah, I just DJed a little bit. I've never really done it professionally. Uh, I, I did it, I think I did one night in a bar and got paid quite a lot for it. And then I, then I left the country, which was a shame. Because they were offering me a regular slot, but I was already due to leave. Um, then I came to Czech Republic, got a job, IT. Uh, then I got married, had kids. So I didn't DJ for a long, long, long time. Then I got divorced and I started to DJ again. And this is where we are. So and uh please please elaborate. There's a bit of a
1: story how you end up uh, being on dance party through one of our current DJs.
2: Yeah, so I mean actually what I do, um, it, it's not as sad as it sounds. Um I often I browse uh YouTube and I look I look for DJs, not necessarily to to bring to dance party, although I do try. Um it's really because I, I feel that it's important for DJs to learn from other DJs. So I, I, I look, I watch, and I learn. Um, and if I think they're good enough, I will, I will ask them if they want to come and join Dance Party or, or whatever. So um, it was when I was doing that, uh, before, before I even knew Dance Party existed, I was doing this. I was looking for DJs and I came across DJ Destiny. Who was one of the rare people who actually mixed Garrett with vinyl, um, which is very hard to find these days. So I just reached out, and she said, "Oh, come join." So I did. So that's that's where how I got here. So and I think I think me and Destiny are quite quite good friends now. Yeah, you. you
1: I think the way you you said it when we first we first came across you. Um, Besides your opening line, which is infamous, I don't know whether you want to repeat that or not on the, on a podcast. But, um, <laughs> um, but yes, I look, I look
2: like a potato. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <that>.
1: <laughs> the very first words from your mouth from there to us. Um, it was um, you said you're looking for like a, a a soul buddy, DJ soul buddy. You know what I mean? Somebody that obviously does what you were doing, and obviously came across Destiny and said, You you want to do some you know YouTubes and stuff like?" That? And she went, ha, "I've got a better offer. I can counter that and raise you." kind
2: of thing I still I still would like to do a back-to-back um but obviously um location is a problem so um it, when I come to England next I'll try to do a back-to-back with her I think she wanted to use uh Envy's place to do it yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if she's even told him this no but, no um,
0: <coughs> and I will say I don't actually have my decks um you'll my vinyl decks set up to, at the moment all I've got, got is CBJs I'll have I to um
1: get out of the loft
0: no, I I, could, I didn't have the uh, big enough to put them in the loft, so I put them on top of the wardrobe. I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to put them in the loft again because they're too far out away. Yeah, so if I did need them, it, it's it's grief, isn't it? Um, but yeah, you're more than welcome if you do come over. Um, I'll I'll show you how to mix some vinyl. It, yeah, I'd I'd be more than happy for you to come down and uh, have a mix. I'll get the vinyl decks out. I'll put the CDJs away.
2: But you um, used to do garage, didn't you? So we could maybe do a three, a three back to back.
0: I I grew up on garage. I learned to mix garage before I learned to mix house. Um, I played out all all over London mixing garage, um, various radio stations. Tino's knows them all. Fat Beats, dance
2: party. Now I've done. I remember Fat yeah. Beats. I was I was one of your listeners back then, back in those
1: days. <laughs> I, I I came across Fat Beats back in the day. They were the king of the, the internet, weren't they? They were.
0: There was no one else doing. Every, there was no one else doing video like. There, there were people doing it, but not like they were doing it.
1: No. I Different mean, their
0: studios. studios. You go you used to go into their studio. You go up up a couple of flights of stairs, and then you had like just three small rooms, no bigger than my studio. T. They were tiny, um, but it looked on camera. It all looked singing and dancing. Behind the camera, all you can see is everyone's smoking and drinking and doing other sorts of naughty things. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it looked very professional on camera. It did.
1: I think they just they just oh, lost revenue. They, they had adverts and stuff. I was trying, to, trying not to sneeze, especially on a podcast. Sneeze, 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 sneeze. No. Sneeze, sneeze, sneeze. No. Um, they they just basically ran out of finances and just kind of just folded, didn't they? In the end. I think
0: I think money ran out for for the rental of the building and that I, I don't know.
1: There is there is a um, retrospective Fat Beats. Um, somebody, if you want anyone wants to Google it, you'll you'll come across it's a website. Those, it's a website that's going yeah. into the history of it all.
2: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I a- I stumbled across it by mistake. Actually, I think I was just googling UK garage and then that popped up, and then. Yeah, so yeah, I used to listen. I mean, not very frequently because I had very small children at the time. But um, yeah, I did.
0: Oh, that's a, mm-hmm. um, I used to play out for Fat Beats on a weekly basis as well down a the venue they had um, down in Hartford Road in Enfield. So I used to play there quite regularly. So I was a busy boy back then, busy doing lots of stuff, and then I went and got a popper job.
2: I uh, know the feeling.
0: <laughs> what
2: did I do that for?
1: Oh, they what did get, i do gave it up what? for 10 years
0: what did i do ruin my life
1: well um, i I remember it very specifically it's like he just went i think that uh, i need to concentrate on, on my job now and uh it wasn't a case of like well i'm going to do a little less dj and it was like well i'm just packing it in completely yeah, it was 100 gone no in between was there i lost my running partner Betrayed training mate. partner for 10 years, oh,
0: sorry mate. But, but in fairness, I dragged you back into it, didn't I? Um, I don't know if you know the story, Ricky, about uh, me and T um, when we started dance. Well, when I started dance party with um, with Wongy, um, yeah, what happened is like because i have been at the game so long, I kind of drifted off and i didn't know where to get a video stream from i'm like okay should we use we use adobe flash player we'll use this we we'll use that plug in and that plugin, and that plug and t's like well, <laughs> what what we don't, we don't need to do that nowadays we don't need that we just go to twitch it's just easy and uh the famous last words that come out of his mouth and tim's mouth if i remember rightly
1: i remember when i said it and i knew i was lying I said um, it. <laughs> he said i'll help out
0: but i won't get too involved I'll just I'll just help out when I can.
1: Tim was opposite me when I said that, and she says, yeah. "You're lying." <laughs> as it as it came out of my mouth, I went, "This ain't gonna be truth, is it?"
0: <laughs> and that's kind of uh, that's, that's kind of had um, we kind of not met back up because we would spoke briefly over the years, didn't we? Um,
1: well, I suppose what it was is got it's just the conflict in my head. Is it? I know it takes a lot. I know yeah. it takes a lot. And was I up for it? But it was in lockdown and all those dudes watching Netflix. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing going on, was there? Not a lot going on. I mean, obviously, sort of <coughs> we um we had all the you know family and all that kind of stuff and the kids and stuff, but
0: yeah, but there's no no school runs to do. You weren't you weren't allowed out, you couldn't go nowhere. I don't know what it was like in the Czech Republic for Ricky, but um yeah, no it's, exactly so. What you do? I know I do. I will get fed up with streaming on Facebook, and I'll I'll build a website, and that's how it. And that's
2: how it went. I'll tell you what though, guys, because I did go through this phase, which I think you know, of me looking at other other online radios. None of them quite match up. They don't have the viewers. They don't have the DJs. They don't have you guys have the viewers and the DJs. Um, the other stations just don't have them. And they're not that good. They're not very uh, organised as well. So
0: uh, I think one thing that I I pride us on as as a radio station is I I've always said it's like a little family because we started off with me me and Wongy, and it's like I will get Destiny involved. She can DJ, and then T, and and it was like. Because we were all friends, it was like a little, it's like an extended well, family.
1: We we did it all back together in the day. You and I ran it, and yeah, Wongi and Destiny DJ'd on it, and then obviously Wongi changed his role for for a little while. Um, Destiny's involved with with running it as well now. So, but <clears throat> we all know each other from back back in the day when we actually did a live gig or two, didn't we? So yeah, um, but there's this his, history there, and I suppose it wouldn't feel the same. Without doing it, because Destiny and, and Wongi they carried on um, after I Astro Candy, didn't they? Yeah, I, I I I put a website up, got a domain name and everything, like that, and it changed and put it to Ast- Astro Candy, and it, it went on for about six months or so. But on my own, it's it's even harder work, and you get dejected. And <coughs> like Ricky said, DJs come and go. The numbers weren't there, and people get dejected, and it was only left down to three or four of which Destiny and Wongi were still kicking around like bad smells. You know, look, helping me out. Um and it, it 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 faded off, but yeah, they they outlasted envy in that respect. You know, you never you, one thing you never did. You never went on uh, Astra Candy. No, I never did. Um, <laughs> you didn't miss anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, so just like Ricky, it's like you know you had to make a choice, didn't you? Um, and I had to knuckle down and get a proper job.
2: Well, you know, family always comes first. I mean, it's always the priority, right? So when you've got newborn children, you, you can't. You have to prioritize them over everything. So,
0: all right, okay, so um. The topic of the day, now we've chatted a load of crap. Mm-hmm. Um is what Ricky wanted to talk about multi-genre. Di- diversity
1: wasn't it? Uh, it was di- it was
2: diversity of, of uh genre, yeah. I thought um, you I thought you meant
1: those dancers, you know, the guys on the uh, X Factor.
2: Diverse, oh no, no, Diversity not them. With, group, <laughs> with
1: group of dancers. I forgot about them.
2: The top the topic, <coughs> going back back to it, is the um Sh- should DJs stick with one genre or should they branch out and try to do multi? Um, I, I think I thought it was an interesting topic because I don't think there's really a steady answer for that. I think it depends on the individual. But personally, I think DJs should try to do more than one genre because it it's. It's just, it's better, it's better. You can't, I mean, look, I'm a garage guy. You know, you know I primarily do garage, but I can also do drum bass if I needed to. I'm, I'm practising R&B currently, although I would never even dare to stream that on Dance Party. It's, um,
0: I tell you, I, I've mixed yeah. and it's not easy. It's a lot of, there's a lot of sweat and a lot of concentration going on.
2: It's not, yeah, it's not, so I mean, I'm practising it, and plus, um, I just don't have the the record collection for that as well. So, um, but I just think it's important and I also think that mixing different genres, it actually improves your skills. Yes. So that, I mean, that's why I thought your topic was important because if I could, I would only mix Garage but there's two issues with that. First of all, it's not really sustainable and B, it's almost, although don't let Destiny hear I said this, it's a dead genre. So it's, that's the thing. She
0: doesn't, uh, she I'll be honest with you. She doesn't agree that it's a dead genre. I've
1: said that to her in IT, mm. and she did not take to it quite <coughs> well, what I would, very well, well at all. What I would say is that Garage, like almost every genre, has moved on. It's progressed. It's do- It's mutated into something else. So your new Garage, you baseline. Will, you'll, get, you'll get that on a couple of DJ pools. You, it's still there. You can actually still get it is, is is on mainstream pools, but it's not the vibe and the feel of old school garage. Now school no, I mean garage, don't I, get
2: me wrong. Yeah, I quite like baseline if I'm going to be fair, but I don't like it that much. Um, if I if I could listen between baseline and old school garage, old school garage would always win. But I, I respect. I mean, look look at one of the best baseline DJs in the world currently. You've heard of Delena, right? I haven't
1: personally.
2: No, no. Uh, she's ma- she's massive. She's Polish DJ and she does baseline. And she's got she just reached a hundred thousand subscribers, I think, on YouTube. She does a set every Saturday. She's mm-hmm. she even got mentioned, I think, in some garage article in, in uh, online. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I, I it's not a bad genre baseline. I just much prefer the original stuff.
0: I, I I like the '98 to 2005 were the best years.
2: 2005 garage died in 2002. No, it didn't because I like the baseline stuff, yeah. But it evolved into niche, didn't it? Niche came out in 2006,
1: wasn't it? Uh, niche, is not a, niche is not a genre, mate. It's a, it's a nightclub, but
2: it was officially called niche. We, 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 it's, we, we, it's early falls baseline,
1: yeah. But it's, g- niche is, is down the road. Well, f- former niche because it's not there anymore. Um, Sheffield, um, it's speed garage that's all it is speed garage.
2: Yeah, but it was called Niche because the music was actually yeah. made and, in and the nightclub. I, yeah. I, uh, not, that
1: <clears throat> not that I would ever, ever wind anybody up when I'm DJing, but if somebody comes up and says, got some Niche, mate, I go, what? Hey, what?
2: And eventually go, oh, you mean Speed Garage? Yeah, I got a of Speed Garage. What do you want? Yeah, but the reason why you can't call it Speed Garage is because Speed Garage is quite a large range in terms of years. If you say Niche, you're talking about only about two years' worth of music there. So it, you're really it, yeah, re- well,
1: defining it. It's because there's the the type of speed garage, like um, what's his name, Duggan. I can't remember his first name now. Um, Bit pl- played there, um, but yeah, it's the type of the de- the type of music those particular DJs played in niche. But th- their music they were bringing in was, was was speed
2: garage. Yeah, but if you say speed garage, <coughs> I think I think Todd Edwards. Yeah, that's that's really the, what I'm considering speed garage. So. That's why I have to say niche, and that's why I have to say baseline, because they're all they're all the same family, but they're different parts in in history. So you have to define them differently.
1: It was it would be like hang on, what's going on here with my my camera? Where are you going? While oh, you're all there, right? It's, it's it's it would be like saying there's two things that have come in now: deep house, and the current thing that they class as deep house is not deep house. The old school deep house is nothing like well, they class. Anessa would play as Deep House. And EDM was never a genre. EDM was what everybody did was electronic dance music. But EDM, all of a sudden, in popular culture, became a genre. How can the, 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 the classification of dance music being under electronic music become so? It's, it's up here in terms of what, well, what we do. We, we know a genre why, don't we? Here.
0: We know why because of a certain uh,
1: DJ producer. Well, the, the, yeah, and, David uh, his, Getter. And the, the American market, that's the Americans took that on, EDM, and then it just spilled back over to the rest of the world. Okay. That's what but they it, call it, electronic dance music. But that's what they call that type of kind of ravia festival-oriented. Festival yeah. For me, it's it's, what, it's, it's festival music, and it? Hmm. For me. It's a festival remixes that the DJs do on, on the, the festival circuits. Yeah.
2: No, so you know what? I'll, t- I'll tell you guys something, because living in Central Europe, as I do, I never realised how popular UK Garage is on the, in Europe. And they're all trying... I, I've I've seen people in Germany, in Czech Republic, various parts of Europe, all trying to replicate UK Garage. But they don't... Because they never lived it, they miss a critical element of it, and it doesn't sound right. They, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make hip-hop into Garage. You can't do that. Garage is, is normally a remix of hip-hop. The, these guys are making tracks specifically with... UK Garage in mind but that's not how Garage works Garage was was supposed to be something and then it was remixed into something else well it
1: wasn't wasn't so, UK, UK Garage was a derivative of house music that's that's no, where its origins come from US now, house, yeah it, um, it's, I know US House is completely different again isn't it well US House is what we call Garage pretty much um, but
0: Garage originated from from hip hop it, it took they, it took that hip hop um fill and then just remix the beats on it because if you look at a lot of the garage artists they all come from either hip hop or r and they I mean, all you're come talking from... about two step right you're not talking about speed garage
2: you're talking about because speed garage came from us house no no no, no, they... I'm, I'm, no i'm, talk- I'm oh, talking oh, i'm talking
1: of four i'm talking i'm talking talking garage i'm not talking oh, two, oh, two, i'm, I'm, two not talking, I'm not talking two yeah. step i'm talking four four
2: yeah that's yes yeah, us that's house us house yeah
1: yeah, yeah but that, that's that's what a lot of your tunes tunes are aren't they I mean the more I know you got I mean I do like two step I'll, I'll mix in and out two step all day long because I've come from a completely different angle and we'll go no you can't do two step you have to go two step and progress into four four beat and I'm like nah <laughs> I just play if it's two step I'll mix it and if this next one's not I won't and I'll go, go in and out all day long because I'm going from the point of view that basically it was popular because people on the dance floor just know the tune irrespective of what you would do or not do as a as a garage DJ because I'm not doing it from that perspective, I'm just playing a garage set that's tunes people like, like house or pop or garage or RB. I just do sets of those, which is obviously sacrilege to you, Mr. Envy, isn't it? Yes, because you balls it up. <laughs> the dance floor don't care. They don't. It's just not right. They're exactly the same as they don't. They don't care whether you're synced on a, on a controller, whether you're on separates, whether you're doing it on live percussion, they
2: <laughs> don't give a monkey's. If the music is good, they like it. Okay. Oh, don't, me- don't get me, don't get me on that. Cause I, I get really annoyed when I see YouTube DJs that everyone says it's the best mix ever. And I can just hear, they're just cross fading. That's not a DJ. Anyone can do <laughs> that.
1: Anyway. the um, So Mr. Ricky B, so you, you've said obviously a couple of genres that, or the, the genres that you would say that you have a, a, you can either mix or have a good level of proficiency at that you'd actually stream live. Mr. Envy, what would you yes. class that you could, uh, you would say that, you know, out of your normal house and garage, what else do you do? You said if you do... France. <laughs> oh, you did one the other night. I done, I done one,
0: but it was epic. It, it was a good set. It really was. And I downloaded it from our, um, uh, our storage. I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to put it on in the car and I'm going to be banging them tunes up in the summer. I'm waiting for the warm weather so I can have all the windows down and have it.
2: Um, so, no, I'll tell you, Envy, what you need to do more of because you do it really, really well, and that is old school rave slash hardcore. Um, I've heard you do it, and that's, you, you do it much better than me, and it's lacking on dance party. So it's yeah, it's but a great it's, genre. It's a tough one. It's a great genre, though.
0: Yeah, I, the thing is, it's like, what do people want to hear? Mm. That's that's what it comes down to. People, A lot of people don't want to hear on a Saturday afternoon at four o'clock is banging rave music.
2: I'll they tell wanna... you what, though, because, you know, I stream on my YouTube channel, yeah, on uh, my own personal one. I do occasionally do the old uh, hardcore slash... I actually did a drummer Bass jungle rave slash hardcore set, and it was absolutely... they loved it. So there are, there is, there is a market for it, but I don't, I don't really know what the age group of the listeners are on Dance Party because that's really the key, there. Neither do we. Yeah, that's that's the key because if we know that, we can more cater to it. But the, I think,
0: um, I mean, we've got we've got we've got a, a group of core listeners at, at chat, and then you've got the people that are just listening, and if they're not interacting, you, you don't you don't get to know these people. No. That's the thing. So, it, it could be hit and miss. Um, last Saturday, i done Garage and Electro. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'll I, we, we, I tell you we... what I ain't done for a while, and that's Breakbeat. I
2: might, well, I might... well, that's, that's practically Garage, stuff. It's, it, it, it's, no, it's, no, it's a lot of It's type of, yeah.
1: Envy like the old Electro Breakbeat. That's where his heart is at, and a Breakbeat. The dirty why stuff. I,
2: why do I think of Ali G? When that when you say that, what? <laughs> Ali G did a scene where he goes ele- electric, and he get he does that whole lightning. Do you remember who, the Ali G show uh, in the late? I
1: remember night, the Ali G show, but I don't remember that that sketch. Oh, or that that, like that moment.
2: Or now showing
0: their age. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. For me, I, I, I dominantly play house now. Um, I played some baseline the other day, like I said. um Occasionally, I do EDM. I'm not a big fan of it. It's all right. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do love breakbeat. Uh, drum and bass, I can mix it, but I don't really play it. It's not my sort of thing. Um, I get a bit bored of it because it all sounds the same.
2: I, I agree uh, with that. I like uh, it, but only for about an hour.
0: Yeah, uh, especially the new stuff. The new stuff, oh my God, the liquid drum and bass. It's nice to listen to, but to mix it, yeah. it's just so... It,
1: it's just... I, I like the euphoricness of it, like, like the trance. There's the, the, the euphoric genres, um, and yeah, you'll dance to it, and you can you, you could be off your nut in a nightclub, and you'll love it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But to mix <laughs> music it, sweep you away. It's not for me. I I I, I do like. Um, oh crap!
1: What was say now? Don't you hate it
2: when it happens?
1: It's I hate H, it. I'm
2: getting there a lot. These the
1: thing days. is that you have, you haven't mentioned it. We kind of half mentioned it. Electro was. Was your love your first love of house music was electro house? Wasn't yeah, it? I
0: didn't. I went from Garage to dirty electro, there was right like nothing in between. There was nothing in between. I, I still played me old school hardcore because you know back in the day, but
1: um, from electro, I went that's you, where now where it ended. You, you've moved. Well, obviously you had all these the genres and everything you had before that you you just would you just went you, you literally on air anyway you were like garage and electro and you do typically an hour of each because you just mixed it all up but um now the sub genres of house you probably i mean future house is one you haven't mentioned i, I love future house
0: base house as well i base love house. base house yeah yeah i do love i love so, that, the, so
1: these these are things that have come on in the last couple of years it obviously has given you more diversity again and, and to be fair some of them it's just the music the structure of the music doesn't change It just, it's exactly the same so you don't need to change your style No Tran- Trance you mentioned before would you do another Trance set at some point down the few, in the line
0: if it was for something like we have done for Sharif yes I would um, because it's for a reason and I, I I picked them tunes I listened to them tunes I'd never mixed them before but from listening to them I knew they would work um, how well, how good the phasing and the mixing was going to be was a bit different. But um, yeah, I suppose I would. I would like to do a day of breakbeat. I think that would be great. I, I, th-
1: I think, I think if you did like Sharif did, like how many people can uh, join me in a trance day breakbeat, you you might be even on less figures. <laughs> I'd, I'd be on my own. I have to
0: do a ten hour set when I because
2: I've been at the DJ game for so long. I actually was out of touch with the music that was around um, and then I heard Wongi play Tech House and I absolutely love Tech House now and it's probably because it sounds it's so similar to Garage I think which is probably why I like it but um, yeah so but the thing is it the genre that I would mix? Probably not yeah, but yeah. I, I like
0: it The thing with Tech House for you you can't buy it on vinyl mate you just can't it's all I
2: don't, I don't have to play on vinyl I just, I just prefer it personally No I know but...
0: But I, I think you should do a Tech House set
2: I just don't have any tunes. Yeah, I'll have to just steal Wongi's playlist. I'm just not a huge fan of House in general. I always thought, especially in the 90s, House was an incredibly boring genre. And bear in mind, this is before it kind of split into the 12 that there are now, or however many there are. But back then, to me, it was just a beat and a little bit of a tune. There wasn't much there. And I always thought it was very boring. I
1: I didn't like it um, when House came out deep house that it's called now was what kind of house was it was more deeper it was 100 mid mid 115s 118s 120 maximum it was a more deeper feel to it and um, then it got, got a little bit more commercial um but you want there was not a lot to it there was not a lot to it, it. was and boring it, it yeah. you call it kind of minimal house nowadays it's just a, beat, a bit of percussion maybe a bit of a vocal and it's it's melodic but it's boring. Yeah. It's, it's like, Nothing much happening.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's like I'm on my
1: deathbed and I'm ready for, and I'm ready to go. But then it progresses, isn't it? I mean, it came out of disco originally and then went kind of quite minimalist and kind of, kind of went, then went deep. And then obviously to what we have now is all the different subgenres, And as we just mentioned, genres that are not particularly genres that have been renamed completely different than what they really were back in the day. And stuff that doesn't exist, but um, yeah, obviously there's a lot more, more variety now. Um, what I like about um, Tech House is the percussion and the bass, bass line are quite flat in compared to. See, yeah.
0: I, I think from, well, you know me, I like all the dirty stuff. Tech House covers a lot like Garage did. You've got your nice, more chilled, your two step stuff in Garage. And with Tech House, you've got that nice, that nice melody, which will just chug along and it, it's nice to listen to, like the radio stuff. And then you've got your bit that's a little bit more grimy, a little bit more dirty. And then you've got your stuff that borders techno, which is, it, it just covers every, ticks every box for me. Um, and I, I, that's why I think you'll like it, Rick, because you've got, for it, it's like the garage. You've got that nice chilled two-step stuff all the way through to your dirty baseline.
2: Yeah, no, that's the thing, because when, when uh, I used to listen to Wongi, because, of course, I played after him originally. So I used to always listen to all of Wongi's sets, and I always liked... Uh, I do, ap- do apologise
0: for him being on before you. <laughs>
2: I do apologise, sorry. I, I actually thought it was quite fun, but I'll tell you what I did used to really like, and I'm not even sure if it's still going, uh, was actually Funky House, because I didn't like House, but oh, I Funky loved house. Funky House. Yeah, and I've got quite a lot on vinyl, actually. Funky um, house
1: from- is, Funky House goes well with a live crowd. If you ever want to sort of have a have a middle middle ground, you'll get a dance floor filled. But it's way anyway, tech house. You could play tech house, and you'll have an empty dance floor. People will be there, going to go in the cycle. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's a groove. It's all right. We're not going to get up and have a boogie to it unless you are completely into it. Funky house or house of funky house, some other commercial stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You put you and the thing is that you have to get into the DJ pools and and find it. It's not the most prevalent like you said before almost a dead genre but it's there but you but you probably oh, doing you probably go more your classic kind of of set i play i've quite, got i've got loads of it. records but yeah
2: i've
0: got I, quite a few i play it every now and then um we did me.
1: we did a one of our online special days um we had um andy from the fort and he, he came done funky house and he came and did a funky house and he smashed it that four day. or five of the tracks i already had myself but he put Added them and padded them out, and I am plus he was on three thousands as well. First time I ever saw a DJ on three thousands live. It does have a bearing on it, but he absolutely smashed it. Absolutely did. It was funky house yeah. he did. Michael Jackson, yeah, Crisscross, Cross, which I've played a few times over the years. But yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't
2: it. know what, what happened to Funky House. It was so it was such a good genre, and I don't know think, what happened to think it. think things move
1: on, mate, don't they? Unfortunately, uh, whether you like
2: it or not. Yeah, it's
0: sad because I I've got loads of funky ass records.
2: Yeah, oh, Because the the early to mid-2000s was, was like funky house heaven. I mean, I've got oh, most yeah. of my records are from that Bo- time. Oh, so. Boogie Tonight. I used to like that one.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's... um, I've got...
0: What I found was on some of the funky house tracks. I didn't buy them for the funky house tracks because on the on the B-side, you had a Dirty Electro remix and that's what oh, I was yeah. buying it for. Oh, yeah. Because um, uh, they were... Um, who was it? Um... They done booty love, and
1: shine. Yeah,
0: yeah. But who who was the artist? Uh, uh. Mm, yeah,
1: exactly, right exactly, <laughs> exactly. It was just it's just, just said the name. Obviously, the biggie tonight. Um, there is.
0: There was 3 of them. Three, three,
1: three mixed race girls. Yes, exactly. They're the female artists. Um, I can't remember the name. You no, know what it somebody said it to me. I go, yep, that's it. That's no problem. Yeah, yeah, I know who you mean.
2: Maybe they, booty, maybe booty love yeah mm. was that the name of the band that's the name of the band yeah, yeah. there's there's yeah. there's three three girls there I big
1: big yeah. tonight was one of the tracks i did and Shan was another one yeah I,
2: i'm just checking i'm just checking it out now yeah he, he's tonight. googling
1: it he, he, he's
0: yeah. pretending his knowledge is extensional
2: hey it's pretty obvious i'm googling it I, you can see i'm not <laughs> some, <laughs> some, like, some kind of rush <laughs> i'm not i can see it in your glasses
0: mate i can see it in your glasses <laughs>
2: Well, you know, you asked. I thought, I'd, you know, I, I'm a DJ. I've got to look things up. You know, he mentioned something. I've got to, got to find it. I, I, yeah. I tell you, um, I do think what
0: we should do, we should do a few more special events online. I, and, and have
1: specific and ha- specific genres.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think we should do that because uh, the trance thing, I think, went really well. We had great interaction all day. Um, even, even my nephew, he's 12 years old. And he was locked from my show all the way to the end, listening to trance. And trance Please. is not a
1: twelve-year-old <coughs> sort of music. If you did, if you did garage, obviously you would have Destiny, some guy called Ricky B, um, some <laughs> guy, some guy called Envy, um, Sam Saint can do it. I can do it. Um, I've, I've never, I've only done. I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't think I've actually done. On dance part. I don't think I've done a garage set. I've done a trance set. I've done two trance sets now. So I repeated my classic set 18 months apart. That's what I did the other week. Um, but I've do, I've done it several times, well, many times live. Um, but yeah, um, garage. I, I what I love. The thing for me as a DJ is it's great music, you know the dance floor is gonna get filled up, no matter where you are, who it is, garage will go down well. Even if it's in a small dose, sometimes even a large dose, um, at any party, I played it at MV's dad's 60th birthday party as well. <laughs> yeah, only because there's a load of garage heads in the, in the building. Yeah. Yeah. DJs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it live. For me, garage is, is live. And I, excuse my French, I'm going to swear here, and I'll probably um, bleep myself, and I'll do it behind the mic later. I cut the f- out of it. <laughs> I chop it to bits. So much so that I'm bringing in second and third tracks and then go back out again and come back into another. No, I'll, yeah. I will bring in a vocal lick or a kick and then put on a completely different track or just drop it. But obviously, all in time and, and done. You know, reasonably well. I'm not the best garage DJ, but I just love it because Electra house was like that to me. Instead of nowadays where <coughs> things are a bit more blended, I would chop the hell out of it and I would love it because I'd actually be working the mixer. So much, more. I loved it. Well, the thing with that, it makes it more entertaining. Could be annoying I, as well. I, I
2: remember in the in the old days when they used to do that in the clubs because they with vinyl and doing that with vinyl, that's a real skill. And I remember in the clubs that they used to be able to do that. They used to have three decks and they used to drop the occasional tune. And they wouldn't even they would just drop maybe two seconds. But get real garage heads knew exactly what that was. Yeah, and the whole room would go nuts. So. I I remember I'm, I, this is something I tried to do and I can't do it. Um, so that I have enough respect for any vinyl DJ that said to do that. I can't do that, but um, do, doing it on a controller or CD decks, I think, is a lot easier. Yeah, but, I mean,
1: um, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm on c- I, c- CDs or as it was yeah. back in then. Obviously, MP3s now. You but say
0: yeah. it's a lot easier. It depends how you do it.
1: It's, it's, it's still not the easiest thing in the world to do, and you have to think and know way around the tunes and sometimes the thing is i'll be, be fair a lot of us experience if you're a reasonably experienced dj been djing long enough your ears in tune you go you know what that would be great or just to sample that or just to kick that in you just instinctively know it sometimes you go on and say you don't get inspiration sometimes you go is like yes I've got to do something with this i've got to do something with this and the thing is it's like a snowflake i have and there's another track a great, great Snowflake. garage track. You oh, love, love that. The, You love Snowflake, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, and there's a dirty electro version of that one as well. Yes, um, just, there was um, a, a garage house and a dirty electro version of that. Yeah, all on uh, the same final because yeah. you always, used to, you always, always used to ask me to play it. Yep. Um, but what what I found is when I'm doing all that live, I would never do the same routine. As much as I cut it, chop it, drop it, it yeah, would it be, different be different every time. Every time it would be completely different. Yeah. No, it's
2: there's any there's any one tune that I can really do that on uh, in garage, and you will know this one, Envy, because you know the tune. All I do, Kleptomaniacs. Yep. You got the dub version. Yep. Du, 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 du. And just before that goes, you just got that perfect little drop, baby. Du, du. So you, if you you can drop it on that, and you can you can actually halfway through the previous track, you can just go, just crossfade, baby, and then everyone knows what tune's coming. Everyone goes nuts. Yeah, yeah, so that's the only tune that comes to mind where that really, really works. I do mean, you, there's one more, but do you, do, you, do you crossfade or do you
1: chop that way or crossfade um, that way? When you're chopping. It
2: really, really, really depends. Normally if I'm doing the that like I just said with Babe, I'll do it with the crossfader because it's faster. And it's actually more smooth than the crossfader. Um but it depends. If you're just dropping a beat in, I'll just do up and down.
1: Well, I must admit that I've I've do I do it both ways like you said, I'm I'm a case. And I've this last month I've tried to do a lot more stuff just on the faders and take the cross fader out of the equation. Just normal mixing. Again, like you said before, <coughs> just keeping things moving. It's like I like when we when we went back to back, I said Envy, I don't I can use the channel faders and I have used them and I chop them the hell out of them. But to actually just mix a whole set, I wouldn't feel comfortable live, having not done it for 80s, to do it that way because I'd always use the crossfader so obviously over the period of time every now and then i'll say right i'll do a bit of set and i'll just use the faders and i'll catch myself out a couple of times and ago oh, nearly a bit oh i did make a mess of that one didn't i i didn't put the upper down i went to do it the other day and i didn't engage the crossfader so it wasn't even engaged and i panicked i brought it half back down and i brought it back up again and i went to do the crossfader the crossfader is not going to do anything is it <laughs> it's not engaged so i had to pull it back down again i completely lost for a second what i was doing but um what I found on my mix, and it depends on the mixer as well, Ricky. That I've got um, hard, soft, uh, hard, medium, and soft cuts. Yeah, you know, you know whether basically you just move it a little bit <coughs> it goes like obviously when you're doing your crossfader and obviously you're um, you're mixing. Obviously, how much your your crossfader is engaged or not. So we've got envy has got the same mixers as me. We've got like a hard cut that's basically you move it slightly and it's gone completely, or you got soft and it fades it out a bit more.
2: I have mine sitting on medium.
1: I do most High of the I- time. I-
2: I've only got two settings on mine, and both of them are pretty pretty hard. So I don't. I mean, that's the thing. Look, a, a, a real DJ knows the difference between a crossfade and and the, using the the faders, um, and knows when to use them because they have different. They do different things. If you do, if you go up and down on the volumes, that's what I would call a a dirty. So you're just going down with one, up with the other, and it's just, just bang. It's just clean. Well, it's just in like that. A fader it make makes it makes more smooth. You say that. That's the I, I only mix with channel
0: faders. I don't mix with crossfaders So even when I'm blending, I will still only use the channels.
1: But
2: yeah, it, I mean, it depends what you're doing it for. It, yeah. it, it depends what your what your goal is.
1: Yeah, you can still blend because obviously you bring it in. You're not bringing it in straight away. Right? You, bring, no, it you slightly, can, bring it up slightly. Bring it up. I think you get.
0: Down. I I personally think you get a better blend using the channel faders than the cross fader.
2: I do both personally. It depends.
1: For me, it depends on the tune. I'm, I'm, um, I'm with Ricky. I do both. I'm trying to do a lot more on the, the um, faders. Um, but again, it depends obviously like sort of, what I find sometimes with, with the cross fader is I never, I can, I've never, ever in all the years, and don't ask me why it moves over, over a period of time is the, the level of your cross, whether it's basically completely in when you just barely moved it off or it's soft in the middle or it's flat or whatever. Sometimes the, on certain tracks, you can just tell when you're in the crossfader in the middle, and it just doesn't sound as, as good. And those tracks I'd probably now do more on the um, the channel faders. Um, but I would typically, if I'm just, just blending, I have no intention of chopping or doing anything like that. I was always crossfading, just crossfading. And now I'm like, I will just see whether I can get that blend nice on the channel fader. It's only to keep me interested.
2: I, I also think it depends on your genre because actually you don't need to beat drop um, trance than you do in garage because in old school garage they used to go nuts with that crossfader. And oh. they used to, you know they used to absolutely smash it and it was and that's how garage was done. So for me, if I'm, if I'm trying to do it how they used to do it in the old pirate radio days, I would use the crossfader. If I'm trying to go for a smooth more transitional mix like you would in trance or house or whatever, then you would just use the standard faders. So it really depends what your, what your objective is. Because for Garage, the crossfader is very, very helpful because that's how it's supposed to be done. Oh, I never learned to
0: mix with a crossfader. I learned to mix with channel faders. So
2: As I, as I said, I do both. But I, um, I just remember them smashing it back in the day.
0: Yeah. <coughs> I think it, it's just it's 10 and 1 and 6 and
1: 1, and <laughs> half a dozen the other, in it? I'm like with Ricky, basically. If you if you're just doing what he calls a dirty drop, basically you're just dropping it in and out dead quick. The quickest the quickest way to do it is across is the the channel faders, because you you you're dropping them out at the right time. Is where you've got the whole length and it's a smoother transition that way. But again, it depends how you got it. How you got an R one the channel faders, and your cross faders set up down to your personal. But all I all I ever know is that the bottom line is forget about where your positions are and everything like that. Envy this is one thing I took from Envy and stole it and improved it well that's my opinion anyway <laughs> is his chopping because <laughs> and he used to do he's go do 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 and he used to have just the rhythm that he would used to do it He go that's the Envy chop oh, he's chopping again yeah and when he played out and he got angry a couple of weeks ago all he did was go I am Mr. Chef because all I'm going to do all night is chop I'm getting my knife out I'm and going and chop 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 i didn't I <laughs> You did. And he was chopping in the middle, chopping at the beginning, chopping at the end, all the way through his chop, 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 chop. Did it sound good? I'm just not saying it didn't sound good, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying is that we have all these tricks and everything like that. from my point of view, it was like well, one trick, one pony, you know what I mean? It's like show us something different. You can you do see, that do well. remember?
2: Do you remember I told you back in the day that when I was going clubbing? During my teenage years, 17, 18, 19, all that to about 22. So back in nineteen twenty-three, Yeah, when I was a young man, yeah. Uh, but no, because back then at that age, normally you'd be chasing girls or whatever. But me, because I was very early in DJ world, I actually spent most of my time in the DJ booth watching and learning. Because that's, for me, stealing other DJs' techniques, I think it's just part of the game, isn't it? That's what, that's what you do. You watch and learn others
0: yeah, yeah other- it's the same with anything it's the same with football with music with um your job you know you learn from other people and that's it's just human nature you,
1: you you don't yeah i mean you, everyone's going to be slightly different so you you see a technique that they're using or a trick or, or whatever you want to call it and you're not you're never going to be able to replicate it because your motor skills are never exactly the same as theirs they are you know we're all individuals and the track and the timing and everything but you you model it You do Ricky B's version of DJ Envy Cut or whatever. I do my version of the DJ Envy Cut or whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes it's the first person you've seen do it. Like I'll give you a straight example that there's a track that you may have heard and you get synonymous with and you find out that's the third version of it. You go back 20 years, there's been three other popular versions of it, but you relate to the one that you saw, which is obviously slightly removed again because every time it's done a slightly different way. And that's what it. That's what it I is. I can
2: give you an example of what I do that I haven't seen any other DJ do, but it was it was a technique that I learned from somebody else. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about cross faders and pitch faders. Um, mm. Sometimes I use neither. Sometimes I will bring it up slowly, pitch faders, so at the same, almost the same height, and I'll actually use the switch between line and phoner. Yeah, I've seen you do that. Cut. Yeah, that's a technique I learned back in 2002 or whatever, oh, and it's quite effective in garage.
1: Um, I sh- I should do that instead of... I'll do. I'll do two things. I will. I've done that, but I didn't. Haven't done it for a long time, because my old mixer, which is now basically I just listened to, the laptop up to. It's buggered, and if you don't, if you don't get it right properly on, you get a crackle, and you don't get the stereo sound. Because I've done it too many times over the years. Okay. Yeah, you, you 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 click. I used to stutter it like stutter it like that to give that a stutter effect. Yeah, I do that sometimes. And sometimes now, instead of just doing the crossfader, I always go boom. I take put dead air in. I heard each everything do that. I went. I ain't done that in ages. I ain't
2: done that in ages. That sounded cool.
1: And yeah, I, know, I it haven't seen
2: since- I haven't seen many people do it anymore. This is not a skill that I, people use I, anymore. I tell so you why a lot
0: of people don't do it no more, and tell you'll agree. On new mixers, you don't have them toggles. They're all buttons. Hmm. It's
2: a shame, isn't it? Yeah. It's because it yeah. sounds You're- so good if you do it right yeah,
0: yeah uh, a lot of them now on mixers uh you press a button to go between phono line um or cd i think some of them have as well didn't they um uh, the the technology's changed so you, you have to adapt
2: yeah but you see i've got a controller yeah but my controller i hook my controller up to my mixer and that yep. means that i can actually switch between controller and vinyl but it yes. also means that i can do that toggle because um, and for me that's important because it's consistency so um, that's the reason why I have that set up that way so that it's all consistent so if you
0: went and bought a new mixer you would probably find a, um, a new mixer you, you you would probably find you wouldn't have them them toggle switches it would just be a, a button now
2: yeah, but that is a new mixer I only got it two years ago
0: yeah I'm talking about like so a club mixer like me and Tia got a full size uh-huh. club full size club mixer
1: they don't I don't have them. No. Everything's buttons <laughs> and knobs. No, a button now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching and listening to the Dance Party 247 podcast. Today we had Mr. Big Ricky B, DJ Envy and myself, DJ T. Because of our epic conversation, we've decided to split it into a two-parter. So part two will follow next week. Until then, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube. Heart it, like it, whatever it needs to be
2: done on your podcast. And we'll see you in part two next week.